How do you believe in what's possible when everything feels really set in stone? Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach for business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today's listener question is probably shared by a lot of you listening today. What do you do when you have a daydream, a wish, a goal for a business and a life outside of what you currently have, but you feel really locked? into the choices you've already made. Let's dive in and see what he says. Heather, the people who write into your show always seem to have their stuff together. <laughs> I actually think the people who write into my show who just heard you say that would probably disagree. Anyway, sorry, continuing. I've got nothing, literally nothing. I don't have a business. I just really want one. I have a soulless job crunching numbers and organizing data. It makes me good money, but I don't care about any of it. What I really want to do is be a video game designer. I doodle characters, plot lines, and amid every kind of forum imaginable. It's all I think about, but everyone asks me why I would give up a stable gig for child's play. I also know way more about the art and characters and plot lines than I know about the actual coding and designing that goes into video game design. I'm still paying off my student loans, so paying for more school just feels impossible. I want this so badly, but I don't see any of it as possible. My wife and I have been married for two years. We want kids, and I cannot imagine risking my income or our benefits for this boy dream of mine, but yet I can't let it go. Any direction for me? Oh my goodness, yes, I have direction for you. First of all, you are putting this cart way before the horse. You are starting to talk about student loans. You're starting to tell me everything you don't know. You're leading with all of the ways this dream of yours isn't possible. And what I want to help you get really crystal clear on is that we only have to focus on what's next. I think that there's this myth in the entrepreneurial space where once you have a dream, once you have a business or a plan for yourself or a new goal, that there's this automatic expectation that you pack up, you quit your job, you give your two weeks notice and you go off looking into the wild blue yonder for your dream. That's not the way this works. That's not the way any of this works. I promise you. Do some people do that? Do some people make that kind of choice and they go big or they go home and they throw caution to the wind and they risk it all? Of course, people make all kinds of decisions, but that doesn't have to be a decision you make if it goes against the value you have for yourself and the life you're building with your wife and the family you want to have someday. You get to decide how you move into this dream, but that's really the choice and the question you have have to start with. Do I want this enough to be willing to find out what I would have to do to get it? Because it's easy to daydream and wax poetic about all kinds of things you could do someday, would like to do someday. And when you doodle about it. And when you draft fancy plot lines and intricate details into their stories, you can tell yourself that you're creating something that will never happen for yourself. You contribute to the story, it becomes the victim stance, and you end up in the passenger seat of your own car. So before you start thinking about this as a business or a new job, because it actually sounds like you're not looking to own a business, you just want to design video games 
plans for another company, if I'm reading your letter right, then let's figure out what the first step of that would be. So if you were to design video games as a hobby, as a passion project, or as something you do on the side, the way some people get into gardening. Right now, my husband's super into studying everything barbecue related. He's purchased the grill. He has the books. He's looking at all the websites, but we don't have a single piece of meat on that damn grill yet because he's busy learning all the things. Have you gotten yourself busy learning all the things? You're focusing on what you can't do. You're focusing on what you don't know. It's like you have already written the ending to this story before you've even opened the book and looked at the first chapter. So if you wanted to design a video game as a hobby, you tell me that you're in these forums. My guess is you talk to a lot of people who design video games simply as a hobby or a side passion. Have you ever actually tried taking your doodles and moving them to the computer? Or have you turned your doodles into comic books, which is where some video game designers might start? They draft out the plot lines and the storylines and the different arrows leading to the different resolutions in the story. How far have you taken this daydream of yours? Because if you want to see it possible, the best way to make it possible is to actually start doing it. To not feel like you're risking anything. You're not risking your income. You're not risking your benefits. You're not putting your family's livelihood on the line. You are just starting to see what's possible. You're starting to see if learning about video game design is actually as exciting as you think it would be. For example, I always wanted to be a flight attendant growing up. That's actually what I thought I would be doing for the first, um, probably a couple of like later elementary elementary school, junior high, that dream of mine lasted for a while until I went on a plane and I realized that every flight attendant does the same damn thing day in and day out. And I was like, oh my God, I'd get so bored. But until then, my story was, oh, they get to stay at all these fabulous hotels. They get to go to all these places. They can eat in the fancy restaurants. I created all kinds of stories about the jobs of flight attendants before I realized that largely over and over again, they're telling people the correct way to put luggage in the overhead compartment. They're telling people where they can find the exits. They're handing out drinks and snacks and they get to travel and they get to see all these places as a benefit of doing that. But that a majority of their time is largely controlled by airline companies and they don't get to do as much as I had imagined they would do. I wouldn't have figured any of that out if I hadn't started paying attention, looking at the qualifications for flight attendants because I absolutely did that and then learn, learn myself and decide for myself whether or not that was really a path I would want to take. That's the challenge here. You're in a daydream and now you're telling yourself you can't have it. So it's become this forbidden fruit for you and you're contributing all kinds of stories to it that you have the student debt, you have all these things that are getting in the way of you living this dream of a video designer when the only thing getting in the way of designing a video game is you. YouTube is your friend like here, right? Go to YouTube, look up video game design, look up 
all of the free content, all of the free blogs. My guess is if you did a podcast search for video game design, everybody does a podcast about something these days. My guess is you could find a podcast about this. But if you are only sitting there with a dream telling yourself it's not possible, then you're you're creating a false reality for yourself rather than saying, you know what? X number of years ago, I made a decision. I learned this skill set around data analysis and number crunching. I saw that it was a way to make a good living for my family. I saw that I was good at it. I got the training I needed. I've built a professional life around it, but it is soulless. It doesn't make me happy. I'm bored, uninterested, and disconnected from the entire process. I would like to learn a new skill set and see what happens next. If you just lead with curiosity rather than telling yourself you can't. If you figure out what your questions are and see how many of the answers you can find out for free, you're setting yourself up for way more success. Because what happens if you do this and you realize the coding makes you mad, that you can't handle it, that you really do like drawing the characters, you like coming up with the plot lines, you like the design of the colors and the action and the tools and the, you know, the different aspects of it, but you don't actually want to be the person doing the design, then you can learn what do people with really good video game plot line ideas do? How do they get them in front of the companies that design video games? Because my guess and my story is that in order to stay current as a video game provider, you constantly need to be looking at new stories, new plot lines, new developments in order to keep your audience engaged. There might be a need for exactly what you have and what you're doing at your current level. But if you keep telling yourself you can't, or you just keep telling yourself why you can't do XYZ, you're never going to get there. I understand that what you're doing here is protecting yourself from vulnerability, from saying you want it and finding out you can't have it by identifying that you want to leave this job and potentially getting into a major conflict with your wife if she doesn't want you to give up the security. I see you in the question and the way you posed it, perceiving all the obstacles and not taking a step because you don't want to get hurt. But here's the thing, you're gonna get hurt you are hurting right now. You're hurting because you made a choice a certain amount of time ago about a professional life that's making you miserable. And you're perceiving that you were stuck and locked into that miserable choice for years and years ahead, simply because at one point in time, you thought you could do this one thing and be pos- and build a possible, you know, professional fa- financial <laughs> foundation around it. And now you realize you were wrong. Just be curious about what's possible. Try learning the skill sets you don't know. Time is free, right? Like right now you don't have the kids. You don't have a lot of other, I'm totally creating a story about you, but you don't have a lot of other responsibilities other than your job right now pulling at you. So see what you can learn. See what happens when you give yourself permission to find out. Because so many people lead with the story I can't and then they never do. But if you look 
look at this with what's possible, if you start to look at all of the ways people have gotten into video game design, all of the different introductions into this field, what skill sets as a result of doing data and number crunching do you currently know that could somehow be applied to the video game design field? I don't know. That's not my bag, but it's yours, and I'm sure you could find out. But if you close the door to what's possible, you're locked into that victim mentality. I know it's really scary to be vulnerable, and I know that it's scary to start, right? Because if you start, you suddenly want it more. If you go looking for it and you find that it just lights you up and makes you happy, you're suddenly in this complicated situation where you feel like you're going to have to make a choice or someone might not let you make a choice or you'll try it and you'll fail. There's a lot of reasons to stay in the cheap seats, to stay in the comfortable place that you've gotten to. But there is one major reason why that's not working. It's because you told me it's crushing your soul. And if it's crushing your soul at this point in time, what do you imagine if you're still doing it in five years? I'm not telling you to up and leave your business. I am not telling you to go start talking to your boss about your one-year exit strategy. What I am telling you is to get informed. Get the information you need. See what stories you've created for yourself that are just total BS. See what the actual deal is and then decide for yourself if you're willing to do what it takes to take that next step. But right now you're talking from a lot of assumptions. You're talking from a place of fear, a place of playing small. And that is not fact. That is not reality. It is your perception. So challenge that perception. Find out what's in front of you that you could start doing today and go and do it. Because by doing something differently, you start to change your story about yourself. New actions let you think and see what's possible. If you've always just doodled on the side of a piece of paper and you've never actually mapped out from start to finish an entire plot line with all the characters, with all the details that you imagine in your head, you don't even know if you'll love it. But if you do do it and you do complete it and you see yourself doing it, you suddenly see yourself capable of doing it. And that story of what's possible starts to shift and change. I I hope you see that, like you said, that everybody who wrote into this show has their stuff together. I don't sometimes have my stuff together. If you listen to episodes from a couple of months ago and you hear about me moving from California, I sound like one hot mess entirely. I was all over the place living in the land of unknowns. And a lot of people who listen to this show struggle with imposter syndrome, get stuck in fear, are afraid of being vulnerable, know they need to take the next step, and they I have no idea what it is. So don't tell yourself a story that you're somehow less than because I get the letters from listeners. I can tell you that's BS. I can tell you as sitting of the boss of my own business, it's BS. So just go out there, take a risk, see what's possible, start to be a dreamer who moves into action and see what happens next. 
and then do me a favor and write back to me and let me know what turns out. I'm so glad you reached out to this show. I have no idea in your own little world and in your own little orbit how you found it, but I'm so glad you did. Thanks to everyone else listening too. If you want my two cents on your question, you can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. I would love to hear where you're struggling, what's going on for you in your life and in your business, and how I can help. The best pod comes from the best questions. Thanks so much for finding me today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.